bitch in the house, uh, yeah, Oak Town, Oakland definitely in the house, <laughs> Frisco, yeah. Frisco, and you know LA up in this, Pasadena, where you at, yeah, Inglewood, Inglewood always up to no good, even Hollywood trying to get a piece, baby, Sacramento, Sacramento, where you at? Throw it up, Owen. There you go, the Bay Area and back down. That's right. Hey, welcome everyone. This is uh, the Complaint Department on BFF. I'm TK. This is Olu. How are you? I'm doing good. We're Happy New Year. Broadcasting live from the very rainy mission. Something you can't often say. But uh, today, yeah, we're we're uh, we're getting poured on, huh? Do you think the uh, storm delivered? On the, you know... I will, I think it was a little disappointing on the front end. Yeah. We were promised... Uh, well, you know, they always overestimate those things. They're always played up like uh, it's apocalyptic, and then it turns out to be just liptic. I still don't understand. What was the worst thing that could have happened on if all the rain had fallen? It would still just be rain. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I, uh, I mean, it floods around here. It floods in the in Mission Bottoms. Like it, you know, like 17th and Folsom, it always seems to be underwater. The the puddles get bigger, you mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. The cars aren't getting washed away. N- well, no, like you, no, no. Your children, you know, aren't aren't being swept away from you. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, theoretically. <laughs> theoretically. Well, population control in the mission? Yeah. Well, every, yeah. I guess, I mean, if we, we need to wash out like 100,000 people to really make a difference. That's true. So, uh, I mean, yeah, just huge rivers of people flowing out into the bay. Maybe we should get the Army Corps of Engineers to change the levees. To, not the levees, the... Uh, you're getting real Katrina-esque here. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, where, this is, where this is going is probably not I'm great. just saying they've already flooded one city. Maybe they could flood Santa, <laughs> Silicon Valley. I'm sure they... Well, let's wait. All, everything's on the table now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, not Silicon Valley, though. That's where the money is. Well, Peter, Peter Thiel would never let that happen. That's why this show's come out about California, because we're the resistance state. That's right. What is the theme of today's show? It is uh, resisting, because, you know, I think a terrible event's coming up in about a week. Uh, there's the prelude. The prelude is happening right now on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're assembling their uh, their uh, their team of supervillains, mm-hmm. and so uh, we are the resistance. We are a new hope out here on the. Uh, 50th on the west coast oh i thought you were talking about the next spider-man reboot <laughs> essentially <laughs> yeah. yeah uh yeah you know it's it that's true our, our our show today is about about the golden state about california california ne- uh, necessitated by being the voice of opposition and outrage. in fact we have actually hired our own lawyer <laughs> to to uh, because Eric Holder is can stand between us and the and oppression. Yeah, we're prepared. It it is kind of a, a pretty aggressive posture to take, though. You're lawyering up yeah. <laughs> against the federal government. Yeah, like preemptively. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing's even happened yet. Well, you know, like those ads. Uh, you know, if you've been in an accident, you yes. know, you say, "Well, we've been in a fucking accident." That's you true. Know? So we it need is Jacoby and Myers. We do. We we uh, we need help right now. I mean, before we pay any medical bills, we need <laughs> like, we need to stop. Do right, not. Right, yeah. right. 
And you know, don't talk to the, them. Don't don't give away any information before you talk to anyone. Don't sign anything, for God's sake. Yes, yes, lawyer, just lawyer yes. up. So we did that right because we have. We've been in a terrible accident, <laughs> and we're all very gravely injured. So uh, yeah. So anyway, today that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about not just. Uh, we're not going to talk about actually politics at all. I don't think. No, I don't gonna, think so. We're just going to celebrate California today because. Uh, there's so many, so many good things about it. It's the, uh, it's, it's really, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's a great, it's a great state. It's like seven East Coast states all wrapped up into one. Yeah, easily. And uh, you know, all basically all media comes from here. Pretty much. Oh, except for Law and Order. Everything else comes from here, <laughs> except for Law and Order and some of its spinoffs. And well, uh, and news, I guess, comes from the East Coast because I mean, we still have to deal with, we have to deal with the East Coast bias. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is why uh, what? Well, this is why they uh, they always underestimate the Giants. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, that's um, true. That's why no one knew about the Golden State Warriors until it was too late because well, they, including people here. <laughs> no, that, I, don't, I don't know. That's 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 not necessarily East Coast bias. That's more just. Uh yeah, because that that's its own story. That is its own story. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, uh, and then but then more importantly though, we've got every kind of climate here. So right. so climate change would affect us the greatest, right? Yeah, I mean you would think so. You would, I mean it's I, I could stand it to be a little warmer here, but yeah. not in the state. No, no, not in the state in general. But you know, in my neighborhood. I wouldn't, you know, I could get a little climate change going. Right. That, would, that would be fine. I could go... Localized. Yeah, I could go an extra five. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd be happy to... I think if there was one wish I had for California, though, I would be high-speed rail. Yeah, that's... Now, again, that seems like something now is that is never going to happen to me. That That's with up there with the Hyperloop. I, I just... It's impossible to imagine it happening, especially now, because doesn't it rely in some measure on federal funding? Yeah, but why do they hate people moving about efficiently because you got to be in your car people on high-speed rail aren't buying gas from exxon <laughs> god damn it that's true that's you're not true. buying any gas. exxon should move into selling snacks on the trains though that's the way they could recoup their but here's the money. thing i wouldn't care if exxon like put up uh windmills all over palm springs i wouldn't care if they were the biggest name in clean energy you know like i don't care about their money i just <laughs> i would go out on a limb and say that people in palm springs would object to that no no wait you're you've so that brings up a good topic that you like Palm Springs. I love Palm Springs. And that seems, uh, let me see, how to put this. Um, that's <laughs> off brand for you. It, you know what? It, it seems mildly off brand. I've never been to Palm Springs. That's um, later we're going to discuss places we've never been. That's, it seems, don't tune out. Don't turn off, don't turn off the internet. It's going to be better than that just sounded. <laughs> that sounded terrible. That sounded just awful. Hang Don't with us. Hang hold, with hold us. on, hold on. I promise that doesn't. It's not as bad as that just sounded. But please, Palm Springs, explain it to me. Um, it's uh, it's peaceful. It's the desert. It's quiet. And you don't have a lot of young people around making noise on you. It's all now old. I can understand. <laughs> now you're talking my language. So you get to be you get to be remote and you get to chill. It's like going to a sauna, except the sauna is the entire city. So it's the opposite of like. Uh, like I don't know what's what is it the opposite of um, Mardi Gras? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's no gangs it's, of rowdy youth. It's the opposite of spring break. Describe the demographic. It is. Um, so the, I'll tell you this story. So I saw an Italian restaurant, mm -hmm. and the specials were like big ziti and mm -hmm. veal piccata. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah, it was all like super old school yeah. things that that people just like. You couldn't even if you went to you'd have to drive a long way in the Bay Area to find an Italian restaurant serving these things. Right, but it's not all fuddy duddy, right? Because there's there's a lot of gays there, and there they, are they, some they, younger, they demand fine dining, right? No, they don't. Apparently. Oh. Oh. oh, oh. Um, but they do have um really nice houses. Yeah, a lot of mid century modern. right? Oh, the houses are gorgeous, and then like basically you you get a nice house, you have a pool. And then you yeah when you, when you go down there what do you actually do yeah I and mean, that's pretty much it I I just lay uh, by me, the pool. personally I um even me laid by the pool okay. I um uh, I went to I was at the Ace Hotel uh huh oh was, yeah I've heard of that and I think I was there like two weeks after that's where all your trendoid oh yeah like you stay yeah oh yeah you yeah, should okay. that they um my hotel room had uh vinyl had a record player yeah of course yeah of right course. um but then it was like two weeks after coachella and the staff was still shell-shocked because <laughs> <laughs> how, how far is palm springs from coachella i think it's it's right there with 40, 40 minutes okay so yeah they must be that must be just a scene that's their mardi gras that is yeah that's when it goes off i'm sure yeah it's just you wouldn't want to be there for that would you ever go to coachella um no, although this year's lineup looks pretty. I mean, I know a lot of the bands. Yeah, but um, I don't need to go to the to that hippie party. I mean, not hippie, um, hipster party. It's not. There's not. It's not hipster. It, it's. It's not hipsters. Well, it's it's it, maybe it was at one point, but headdress and and fringe. Right. I think it's fratty now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, yeah. that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, it's Broy. It's Broy. It's Chad and Jenny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, wait, we've neglected to talk about the thing we're supposed to talk about in the first five minutes of every segment. Now we're going to get kicked out of the Burrito Justice League and never be able to do the show again. Um, pro forma burrito talk coming up. Okay. So we each had our burritos pre-show, and then I wanted to report something. I'm very glad that Burrito Justice wasn't with us because he would have... Yeah, there was a guy at the... There was a guy who sat down. He looked normal, and he sat down... (laughs) He got his burrito, he looked like a regular guy, and then he unwrapped the whole thing. Took the, all the foil off, just like it was no big deal. He, and then just, he, fuck, ate, there was naked, He had a naked burrito? Leg burrito, and he just ate it. Oh, that's just disaster. Yeah, it was, that was fucking gross, man. Do you get the same burrito every time? No, 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 I try and mix it up. Oh, okay. Uh, today I got pollo asada. Oh, and oh. last time I got uh, carne asada, and before that I got chorizo, they're all good. Yeah, they are pretty good. Although I'm, I We're just, talking Castillito right now. Yeah, I always just get the al pastor because I'm... Al pastor is always a good choice. I'm timid. Um, but and then my boy back there makes them so nice, so... Yeah, you're, you're friends with the, the burrito maker, I, I am friends with the burrito roller because he gets his taxes done at the free tax uh, clinic, Vita site that I volunteer at, at the oh, women's nice. building. Do you want to plug that? Um, there are volunteer taxes. If anyone wants to volunteer, still time, you can... Wait, just, I don't know how to do tax. Well, it's you get you get you can certify, but you can also just be a greeter or there's lots of other roles. How and long does it take to learn how to, to do someone? It's like four hours, and the taxes. Okay. and you really you're just helping out. Like it's no one who has like complicated taxes because it's from, <laughs> so it's, people, it's, people aren't coming in with like the reams of their travel documents exactly. and their expense accounts. Yeah, and the, the alo- I've got to deduct from my home office that kind of crew. Well, there, well, there, you can do. I mean, we will get some home office ones because we do like freelance people, but it's yeah. usually low income people. Oh, okay. so we won't. There won't be too many like stock transactions right. and like, <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah. second properties. Yeah, and, see, I sold my company this year. And writing now, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not getting a lot of that. No. Okay. No. All right. Well, that's a nice. That sounds like a nice thing to do. When when does that run? Um, it starts in February and it goes through tax season. So everyone, get ready. 
Yeah, everyone get your tax stuff together because it's coming. Okay. Okay, so that was the uh, the uh, the necessary burrito, the required burrito segment. Okay, so one other thing. Is there any other burrito news? Um, no, that's it. Okay, go ahead. Um, they're still good. Yeah. Um, TK, did you watch the uh, Trade Association Giveaway Awards to its members? <laughs> Uh, wait, which ones? Um, not the insurance one. There was a bigger one. <laughs> um, real estate? No, no, actors. Golden Globes. Oh, yeah, the ones where the, the uh, foreigners tell the actors which ones they like. Yes, yeah, the world press. Yes, yes, I did. We did. Of course, you have to watch the Golden Globes or else Twitter is unusable for four hours. Twitter is on, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's I ranked them one. once. It was like uh, sports Twitter and awards Twitter that are, are generally near the bottom of Twitter's. Yeah, I, I kind of... I, I, oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, I, I sort of like award show Twitter, actually. All even like... But see, you lie. You like the award show Twitter that you care about. See? Because when like MTV Music Award Twitter... Oh, yeah. Or, or, or American Music Award Twitter, you probably roll your eyes at like... You but know. yeah, that doesn't appear in my feed. I don't see. I don't follow a lot of tweens, so I don't get the. Uh, I don't get the MTV oh, award. I don't get that. So in fact, I don't follow any tweens. So I don't get. I don't get a lot of MTV uh, video. Is, do, I mean, is that even a thing? It, it well, it is. Well, I actually followed somebody. I follow somebody, and uh, um, this person <clears throat> had a tweet about how they wore a lot of diesel jeans because their mom used to listen to a lot of <laughs> '90s house music. <laughs> And just it, as I went through that thing, I was like, this is getting worse and worse for me. <laughs> oh, man. I know I wanted to report myself. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, block and report me. <laughs> right. uh, no, so, I mean, yes, of course, the the Twitters I enjoy are, are obviously self-selected. But, yeah, Golden Globes is usually, is usually fine. And this year's Golden Globes were... Uh, yeah, there there was of course Meryl Streep's big speech, yes. which uh, I thought was fine. You know, there was a little gratuitous uh, knock on on football and that she didn't need to do. But she knocked football. Yeah, how dare she knock? She was that. talking about like the only thing you would have if you got rid of us. The only thing you have left is football and mixed martial arts, and then you just you don't have to do that. You know, that's true because you'd still have books. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I, you know, I thought she had a good message, and and it was of course immediately misinterpreted. And somebody uh, actually said we should start a pool about how long it's going to take Donald Trump to to respond to this. And the winner was six thirty seven a.m. Yeah, there are people guessing um, who got within like two minutes. Like so many people were so close. Yeah, I was I was amazed. Yeah, you can kind of you can tell what his his morning routine is now at this point Apparently. from like based on when he starts using Twitter. But uh, so. Wait. So then, besides your your favorite movie winning so much, La La Land, <laughs> I haven't seen La La Land. Let me just throw that out there. You haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it. My wife saw it and really liked it. I have also heard contrary opinions. Um, I didn't know that I, she I, liked it, huh? So, so we yeah. should have had her on the show to explain that. Yeah, uh, to America. A lot of people liked it. Apparently, a lot of uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, for example, a lot of them liked it. Although, it it won for best screenplay over. A lot of other movies that I, I thought had very good screenplays. and Like, for, for instance, the one that won the best picture for drama. That must have been a pretty good screenplay. Yeah, that must have been a, what was that? What won the best? Moonlight. Oh, yeah. So that must have been a good screenplay. Right? 
Uh, and the way I, but no, they were in, isn't there a best screenplay? Oh no, there's just one best screenplay. They don't break it out by comedy or drama, yeah, right? Yeah. So, they, but they wouldn't want to give writers as a musical. Words. Doesn't it necessarily have a limited screenplay? Absolutely. Seems odd. And then if one of your characters, I mean, I don't know, it's, it's, it's 2016 and a, but I, it's hard, I, you know, there's, there's nothing we can say about it until I've seen it. That's, I mean, you claim that, but you're wrong. Every okay, time. go on, go on, go. I mean, it's 2017, and the national championship was won by a black quarterback throwing to a white receiver. So I guess it's okay that Ryan Gosling gets to play a white jazz musician. Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, no, no, that's that, a... that kind of was like a step backwards for the culture. I feel like. So the way it was described to me, though, the whole movie is about uh, a white guy whose girlfriend doesn't like jazz enough. Well, and he uh, tries to make her like jazz more. Is that true? Is I, that is that I, what the I movie is thought, about? I actually thought it was that like they're both struggling artists, but that his problem is that. Jazz isn't isn't like real enough for him. Uh, what does that mean? You know, like he's uh, he's like um, John Wall, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's not street enough. Oh, oh, oh you see oh, what I'm oh. saying? Yeah, or, yeah. Or now Paul I Wall, Paul yeah. Wall. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, and then and then she's an actress who's who's trying to make it but can't, and then they they break out in the song, which yeah, that's when it you know right. I, I don't know. I, I think I think the over under on how long I can make it through that movie is like six minutes. Okay, tell me about Moonlight. Uh, Moonlight, did you haven't seen that one? I haven't seen that one. Um, that's a great movie. Everyone should go see it. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. it. Really? Yeah, that's it. That's okay. all, that's all I'm gonna say Moonlight. But I will say that after, since everyone is gonna go see that because it's getting all the press, everyone should also. Go I hope s- people go see it because it's, it has not been doing well. So um, I, I, I genuinely hope that people go. Well, see I mean, it. it's a smaller story about like um, it's it's a queer story. It's right. a story about. Um, a young black male who right. is who's growing up with identity issues, and it's it's a really quiet tale about him learning to uh, access his own power, and be, and sort of you know. Uh, now, does he steal the plans for the Death Star? Um, <laughs> or is that the that's the girl? That's the girl. Okay, that's, go on. That's Jin. Okay, um, and uh, it's just a really beautiful story about connection and intimacy. And, um, you know, what it really means to, to, to self-actualize, perhaps. Um, that sounds, yeah, that sounds nice. Uh, and it's good. And it's, it's, it's shot really beautifully. And that's what I was going to segue to, because everyone's going to see that movie. But everyone should really see Medicine for Melancholy, Barry's first film. Um, that's set here, right? That was set in San Francisco. And one of the yeah, best... I've never seen that either. I'm really sorry. Yeah, you really have to see I that. I know, I know. I feel bad about this. Like, pretty much the two movies that were made in San Francisco while we lived here were uh, Groove... And Medicine for Melancholy. Groove the Brave movie? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and Medicine for Melancholy has this amazing scene that is basically like an indie rock video. But I'm, I want to challenge you on that in just a second. But go on. Go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's an awesome movie. And it's, the, the premise of the movie is um, what happens after you've hooked up with somebody uh, at a party Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the two people who had the hookup trying to figure out what to do the next day, and then they end up spending the day together, and it's wonderful. That sounds you know, nice, and it's very like you know. Do who, they go to Dolores Park? Um, they oh, almost. I mean, they basically, and it's shot like the way it's shot. It's 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 definitely shot by someone who loves the city and, and lives mm-hmm. here. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that sounds really good. Now I really want to see that. Um, highest recommendation for that movie. Okay, uh, although these movies were shot here, I think after I moved here, but before you moved here, so you you might not be. No, no, no. Do you remember Ang Lee's The Incredible Hulk? I do. I remember when they were, when they were filming that. They were that. filming that at, like, outside my house. I lived in North Beach. That's right. And they were filming it, like, 
Literally, that's time I have my ex-wife is in that movie. She's on the roof in the helicopter shot. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and that, that scene where the cable car like rolls down the hill. Yeah, and I watched. Falls off I the watched tracks. him fill that. Film yeah, that. yeah. That's a was a fake ass right cable car. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then the other one that I watched some filming was Basic Instinct in 1991. I guess they were filming that down on the Embarcadero. Well, a car going into the water over and over and over again. Oh wow, that means night. that also the game then. Yeah, I didn't see any of that, but that okay. was filmed here around the same time. Yeah. And also, oh, yeah, I got one more. Some Ashley Judd movie. Kiss uh, the Girls with uh, Samuel Jackson? No, nope. Uh, so they filmed part of that at uh, either the saloon or, or what was then the Condor Club. Well, I can't wait till we get more into this later, but... Um, because I have a really interesting oh, yeah, we're question gonna, for yeah. you about 48 Hours. I'm going to put Basic Instinct on my California movies list now. <laughs> <laughs> now that I, I didn't think about that before. I mean, how did we not honor Paul? Uh, what's his name? That's a terrible movie. I'm it, just kidding. Um, so Alyssa said that um, yeah. she is a noted La La Land hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted she, to have her on the show, actually. Because she has taste. She said she's gotten her rant down 35 minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Can she, can she tape it and upload it and then we'll play it on the air? We should just have her call in and then I, I don't know how to do that nobody knows how to do that oh sub subtweet <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's play a song and then we'll tee up the next topic then we'll get into our next yeah slash. we have we have uh we have a ton of songs and the the connection between all these songs is this is these are our favorite songs either about or they're about California in some way or another. Is that fair to say? Yes. You want to do one of yours or one of mine? Um, let's go... Uh, doesn't matter. Surprise me. Okay. You sure? All right. Life is dull. Life is gray. At its best, it's just okay. But I'm happy to report. Life is also short. So I find myself back in California I'm a coolie for the tourists As happy and the curious Evil specters from my own Suburban upbringing As I reveal points of interest I can chat so pleasantly, but it's hard to be cheerful when you feel so hopeless. And there's no reason for this darkness. It will pass. It will return. But will I? Children of privilege Begging for my spare change They need my assistance To purchase their intoxicants Or would they best be served a swift cake Slowly sinking in the vast ambivalency
Okay, so guitarra. Okay, so um, let's start with this. What's, what's the name? Cutie. My mother went away for a month long trip. Hunting some friends on an ocean liner ship. She made a big mistake by leaving me home. I had to roam, so I picked up the phone. Got Ollie up to see what was going down. Told him I'd pick him up so we could drive around. Took the Dodge Dart, a 74. My mother left the yard, but I needed one more. Shahid had me covered with a hundred green bags. So we left Brooklyn and we made big tracks. Drove down the belt, got all the conduit. Came to a toll, we paid and went through it. Had no destination, we was on a quest. Ali laid in the back so he can get rest. Drove down the road for two days and a half. The sun had just risen on a dusty path. Just then a figure had caught my eye. A mirror for Sabrero who was four feet high. I pulled over to ask where we was at. His index finger, he tipped off his hat. El Segundo, he said, my name is Pedro. If you need directions, I'll tell you pronto. Need a civilization, some sort of reservation. He said a mile south, there's a fast food station. Thanks to y'all as I started the motor. Ali said, damn, what you dress so far for? Well, describe to me what the wallet looks like. Anyway, a gas station we passed. We got gas and went on to get grub. It was a nice little pub in the middle of nowhere. Anywhere would have been better. I ordered enchiladas and I ate them. Ali had the fruit punch. When we finished, we thought for ways to get back. I had a hunch. Ali said, hey for lunch. So I did it. Pulled out the wallet and I saw this wicked, beautiful lady. She was a waitress there. Put the wallet down and stared and stared to put me back into reality. Here's Shahid. Yo, tip man, you got what you need? I checked for keys and started to step. Well, what do you know? My wallet, I forget. Yo, it was a brown wallet. Had props numbers. Had my Jimmy hats. I gotta get it, man. Lord, have mercy. The heat got hotter. Ali starts to curse me. I feel bad, but he makes me feel badder. Chit, chit, chatter. Car starts to scatter. Breaking on out, we was northeast bound. Jetting on down at the speed of sound. Three days coming and three more going. We get back and there was no slack. 490 man. And we're here, shy. He said, all right, Chip, see you tomorrow. Thinking about the past week, the last week. Hands go in my pocket, I can't speak. Hop in the car and torpedo to the shack. The Shaheen, we gotta go back. When he said why, I said we gotta go. Cause I left my wallet in El Segundo. Yeah, I left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it, I got got to get it. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. All right. What was that one? 
That was a uh, tribe called Quest. Uh, left my wall in El Segundo. Uh huh. Um, I don't think anyone would know about that town if it wasn't for that song. Really? I mean, would you have heard of it? Uh, I, I heard of it before that song. El Segundo, California. Yeah. How come? I had no idea. No idea. Okay, well, I'll just play along. No, I never would have heard of it. <laughs> and before that was... Uh, it's got a population of 17,000 people. I've definitely heard of it. Interesting. Sorry. Um, before that was California by Quasi. Quasi is uh, uh, Sam Coombs and the drummer from Slater Kinney. Jan- oh. Janet Weiss. Okay. And, that song uh, was short. It is short. I'm sorry. It was... It was uh, that. Yeah, that... No, I like a good short rock it's a good, song. It's a good song, though. Yeah, it was a good song. And, uh, okay, we're back. Okay. Um, um, I didn't prep our segment. Oh, did, did I not give you enough lead time there? No, we're doing a, um So, speaking of, since we're staying on the California theme, yeah. um, one of the things we do in the state well is produce culture. Oh, we're getting to this part now. So, we're, yeah, we're going to go... Okay. Good, good, good. So, what... Um, Doubt, I mean, all over the state, really. But now, you know, we're losing all of our industry to Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, some of my favorite TV shows are all made in Vancouver these days. Like what? Here comes my nerdy side. Um, like Orphan Black. I knew you were going to say Orphan Black. <laughs> because Orphan Black is, like, takes place in such a nondescript city that, that like, such an every city mm-hmm. that it has to be Vancouver. Yes. Because there is nothing... Like especially that stands out, it just looks like urban. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a nice it's a nice uh, it's almost like a green screen. Now, IRL. hey, before Canadians, before you at me, I'm sure there are notable landmarks of Vancouver, and I'm sure there's the 58 story GP Tower, whatever. I'm sure it's got all that shit and the part that glows blue at the top and whatever. I'm sure it has all that stuff. I'm just saying it is often a stand-in for any rural urban area because it's not rural urban area you or any generic urban area what am i talking about because it just has that sort of urban look you can map any city on exactly from cleveland to you know ventura you're still watching orphan black um, i gave up after like the second season because i just could not fucking keep track of what was going on um yeah no i love that show it's, okay. uh, and then it, it's uh the last season i can watch tatiana maslani all day but. exactly right i love all the little characters and yeah. then you know uh, and then the other show that I liked a lot that ended was Continuum, and that was also what took place in Vancouver. Yeah, I've never seen that. Um, that's but, a, but, it's but, it's but. a time travel show, so I'm, oh, okay. a, I'm a sucker for anything time travel. Yeah, I do too. I like that too. Maybe I should check that out. There's so much i got to watch right now, though. All right, you want to do TV first or movies first? Let's do movies first. So we're going to talk about our favorite and or... Oh, by the way... Are this... we doing favorite or, or just most, most noteworthy or a combination of both? We are doing. It's an idiosyncratic list, so okay. it's 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 top movies that you think are worth mentioning that were set in California, right? Or or when you think California, these movies come to mind. They embody the spirit of the state. Yes, yes. And before we get into that, I just okay. will say that um, Jeff has heard of uh, Puskasner has heard of El Segundo because of a refinery, which is what it's named for, apparently. And where is it exactly? It's in El Segundo. No, I don't mean the refinery. I mean El Segundo. It's like it's outside of L.A., right? <laughs> yeah, it's in SoCal. Yeah, okay. It's like a desert. You know, it's, it's, it's all those towns that are near that are Spanish names are all close to Mexico, TK. 
<laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Like El Cerrito? Just so you know. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all close to Mexico? Yeah, well, that's why it's... Uh, Alturas, which is on the Oregon border? Well, this is all was Mexico. Yeah. Let's make California Mexico again. That's right. All right, you go first. You go with your first your first movie choice. Okay, well, I'm going to do a twofer for my first one. Okay. Um, uh, shortcuts and, okay. The, and The Player. So, ah, damn it. I have the player, too. Oh, well. All right, you go ahead. So uh, it's a twofer because, like, first of all, Shortcuts is, like, one of my favorite movies. It's, oh, yeah. it's Raymond Carver stories. You I've know. never seen it. Oh, you've never seen it? No. It's long, so you got to be committed. But okay. it's like if you like the Raymond Carver stories, which I'm sure you read, it's, mm-hmm. it's like you read uh, what we talk about when we talk about love, mm-hmm. kind of around the same time you read, like, Fahrenheit 451 mm-hmm. and Zebra Peace. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the stories are going to cut. It has like every single actor in it. It has like, it's, you know, it's an ensemble cast because each one but of how those. How do they, how do they weave them together? Um, they, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, Robert Altman style. Like, so some stories last the whole length. Some are like short in between. Oh, okay. Um, so it's sort of like telling nine separate stories, but then there's interrelations. So some of the people might be, appear like in two stories. Like oh, okay. the mom is in one story having a thing where she hits a child, but then the daughter is in another story. Where you know something okay. else, okay, um, and then the player just because it's you know it's yeah it's all about. It's, I think that yeah that's that's one of the best movies about the entertainment industry in general and and about yeah how movies work. Yeah, and that that opening shot where it's just seventeen minutes of one continuous shot. Yeah, the tracking shot. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that is a great movie. Uh, yeah, for a number of reasons. But but um, yeah, I thought it was just a uh, fascinating uh, behind the scenes look at 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 the the creative process. And that was back when it's sort of a metaphor for the whole creative process too. It's very meta. Yeah. Well, and it's about and basically that's what it is. It's about like how cutthroat it is to get a movie made, and that what really you know wins isn't the best movie. It's like right. It's the most ruthless person. Yeah, and it's very funny too. Yes, because yeah. it's back when Susan Sarandon before she. Uh, Chucked over Tim Robbins for some young guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I will. Uh, my first pick is uh, might be might be obvious. Uh, Chinatown, oh. which is uh, Jack Nicholson, Roman Polanski, early seventies, right? Yep. And uh, it, you would think that a movie about uh, water diversion projects in the Los Angeles basin would not be a compelling watch, but it turns out to be a very interesting movie. It's a very good movie. It's uh, what's that? Um, it's a noir detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has- and yeah, it's Jack Nicholson gets uh, a facial injury in the first fifteen minutes, and spends the rest of the movie with a, a bandage on his face, which you 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 would think that must have been a tough sell. To the, to the studio honchos and they said well we're gonna give Jack Nicholson a face bandage to walk around with for the entire show we're gonna bloody up your pretty boy yeah 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 so that must have been a, a, a t- they would not go for that today no yeah it took me I, I watched that movie and I liked it but I did I think it wasn't until I was a lot older that I actually figured out what it was finally about yeah oh yeah 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 you have to you have to like read Cadillac Desert first and and it, yeah it is the, the plot is opaque at best but and then there's like an Asian thing in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. I don't want to give it away. Spoiler alert. Yeah. For a movie that came out 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, give me another one. I'm going to go with American Graffiti. Yeah. Um, that's like maybe the... I haven't seen that in like 30 years. I, um, 
back when I was a youngster, it was one of the movies that I had when I was uh, visiting my family in, in Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. And so I watched it like 30 times. Like on a VCR tape? A VCR tape. Oh, yeah. man. Um, and like Harrison Ford and his like yellow yeah. muscle car. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then that has one of those movies where like it's it's the young girl is really young. <laughs> And she is like trying to like she gets swept off her feet by like a guy who's like you know fifteen years older than her or something like it's it's seems creepy now yeah, yeah. that that part's not so good but um that whole it's just it's so great evocative like car culture mm-hmm. and um, what's California about it to you um it's the car culture yeah part, like the yeah. hot rods and then the right. the drive with the drive-ins right where like you know they yeah. serve food at your car and like the roller skates and like what, that whole what thing. town does that take place in. Um, oh. is it, it's like it's a Central Valley. It's, yeah, is it Stockton or Modesto? It's, I think it's Modesto. It definitely reads like one of those yeah. towns. Yeah. Okay, my uh, my next choice is kind of an off the wall one that I doubt many people have seen. It's called Serial, S E R I A L, uh, from the seventies, maybe early eighties, with Martin Mull and. Uh, other people, I can't remember right now. I didn't do a lot of research before I prepared this. But anyway, it's sort of a, a satirical look at Marin County culture of the oh, 70s. yes. I just heard about this movie for the first it time. Is, yeah, it's very, very funny. It holds up fairly well. I Last time I watched it was probably about 10 years ago, just to check in and see if it was still funny. It was, uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it does. It, it has a real sharp eye for for... The whole cult, counterculture sort of thing, but the, but what happens when rich people do counterculture? When yes. rich Marin County people yes. do counterculture in the mid to late seventies? Yeah, the people who told me about it, they all grew up in like Humboldt or mm-hmm. Davis, and so they, they probably recognized it. Yeah, and they it. said that it was very um, like their parents all loved it. It was just yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see that. So yeah, Martin Mull sort of kind of decides if, if how far he wants to his wife goes off and joins a commune and and he sort of is deciding uh you know if he wants to be part of this or, or not oh if he wants to be part of the yeah how far he wants to go oh if he wants to join the commune or or just how how far into he he starts off as like a very staid kind of business guy mm-hmm. who takes the ferry across san francisco bay to work every day yeah it does have a lot of nice san francisco in the 70s shots too are there are redwood hot tubs there absolutely there is an actual literal scene in a redwood hot tub yeah yeah and a lot of smoking grass <laughs> as you as you might imagine at that time and yeah, it's Gr- really it's gratuitous it's, uh, topless shots. Okay, just a couple. Okay, it doesn't it doesn't delve into that that much? But it's definitely worth checking out if you have never seen it. It is definitely worth finding on. I don't even know how you'd find it anymore. Say like it. like I had a VCR copy of it. Really? No. Yeah. Uh, say it again. Serial. S e r i a l. Like um like sequential. Yes. Okay. Tell me another one. Um. Okay. Um. Forty eight hours. Oh yeah, you don't. I had forgotten that was even a California movie. Um, it's not only is it a California San movie, it's a movie. San Francisco yeah. movie. Where is that cowboy bar? That's what I'm trying to get at here. That's okay, I'm glad point. we've gotten to the, 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 the. That's amazing. That that's yeah, let's get to that. So like that was filmed in a real place, I'm sure. Yeah, and there used to be a cowboy bar or a western theme bar in Soma. Like on 7th, 
but it was like gay cowboy. But it was a gay cowboy, yeah. Yeah, which is not. Rainbow Cattle Company. Yeah, which is not what this was. This no. Is, this was like rednecks. Yeah, like, as if there were like rednecks living like in San a, Francisco. As if like a Bakersfield was transported to the middle of San Francisco. Right, right. And then he got to just stun on them, you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and then like it also has like a Muni, the Chinatown features, the Muni Station features. Oh, yeah, that's right. You nice. know, like the hills and yeah. um, it's, uh, that yeah, movie is I very about that. San Francisco. Yeah. Even though that cast of characters is so I mean like maybe the maybe the 80s were wild here and I don't know, but I just don't think that any of those cats were running around San Francisco. It's hard to imagine, yeah, that the country western crowd ever being Although, you know, I don't know, line dancing and certainly enjoyed a resurgence at at some point maybe people were doing that here. But yeah. but not like that was seriously like they took a bar from Urban Cowboy and dropped it into the middle of San Francisco. Yeah. Which I I would find a stretch. But I wonder where that where that I don't know. Maybe that was filmed on a soundstage in LA. Who knows? No, but I think it with everything else, I mean, like they make references to Muni and I mean everything else is so placed that yeah. I'm thinking that like that bar probably did exist or I something like it. All right. Well, or maybe they just misread the Rainbow Cattle Company. Yeah, well, we should look into that. All right. All right. Um, Give me one. Oh, by the way, yeah. Forty Eight Hours was also the first buddy cop movie commonly cited that's the first buddy cop movie really yeah yeah i guess one, it's hard to think of yeah went off to go launch a terrible genre right like, it's like it starts off so good yeah and then like at the tail end you get like you know mark Wahlberg and and, and anything and, and the queen latifah or whatever you know jesus or, uh yeah i guess you know nobody had thought to put together comedy and shooting people before <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, although you know it's a natural fit, it, it it goes together. It does, but like not in a slapsticky way. Like action comedy is is now a huge genre. Oh yeah, and plus, I mean, the archetype too of like gruff white guy and like right. fast talking black guy. Right. You know, they just flipped it for for uh, the 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 one with Danny Glover and oh yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, Mel Lethal Gibson. Weapon. Yeah, yeah. They just flipped that. That. Mm. I'm too old for this shit. And then the crazy young guy. Yeah, the pitch meeting was like, okay, so it's like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God bless them, though. They've, they've made a ton of money on those. They made five of them. Yeah. Jesus. That's like the police academy. All right, mine. Next one's Valley Girl. Of course. Nice. I will uh, I'll fight anyone who says Valley Girl is not a seriously good movie. First of all, first of all, young Nicolas Cage before he became whatever the fuck Nicolas Cage is now. Second of all, that chick who disappeared after making Valley Girl, who's really good in it, the female lead. Somebody disappeared? Yeah, I don't know if she ever made another movie after Valley Girl. But Uh... I'm sure someone out there is Googling this right now. Uh, Third, it is the classic Romeo-Juliet love story, except it's city LA versus the Valley. And uh, Nicolas Cage is the punk rocker from the city, and she's the the Valley Girl. I don't think Nicolas Cage is very very good to watch. I I thought he was good in that movie. Really? Yeah. And uh, fourth, the soundtrack. It has a fantastic soundtrack. Okay. Um, I have an update on Torchies, the bar in Forty Eight Hours. Aha! It was in, in filmed in L.A. But the fact that um, it was also in Brewster's Millions, which is a great movie. The same bar was? Yeah. But um, the fact that. Was Eddie Murphy in that? No. um, Jesus. Racist. Richard (laughs) Richard Pryor was in it. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Shit. 
Yeah, there's no coming back from that. Yeah, the show's over. Sorry. We're going <laughs> we're gonna to write letters and yeah. apologize. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now I have to do a public apology. Oh, the next show will be just a, yeah. just a <laughs> sackcloth of ashes. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's your next one? Um, okay. So it is. Oh. Um, I'm going to go campy. Okay. Big Trouble in Little China. Never seen it. Classic. Tell, tell me about it. It is uh, Mel, not Mel, Kurt Russell. Is see, it? it goes both ways. <laughs> so, Kurt, yeah, see, two different guys. Aha! Now you, now you have to apologize. <laughs> Mel Gibson and Kurt Russell are not the same guys. Do they all look like to you though? Huh? Uh, they do. Fight me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I used to get what? What's the Burt Reynolds and Tom Selleck confused? Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Or uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman and Al Pacino. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're gone. They it's a it's a movie that's like it just it's it's I think it's John Carpenter, but it just skirts the line of like tasteful because it's like a white guy goes into Chinatown oh, and has to do problematic. Battles. Yeah, has to do battles with each triads, but there's like mystical like Chinese spirits oh, and no. magic. Yeah, you cannot do and this today. And they're looking for like a green-eyed Chinese girl, you could, know, because they're see special so they can like sacrifice her. Could but, not could not do this. And today. it has like yeah, it has like uh like, like spells and mm. but it's really good and, and the guy who plays uh Kurt Russell, he's uh, got all these great sayings cuz he's kind of like a doofus mm-hmm. who like Falls up the stairs backwards into success all mm-hmm, the time, mm-hmm. um, but it's yeah, but it's a lot of fun. It's filmed here in San Francisco. How come you never hear from Kurt Russell anymore? Uh, he's just sitting on a big pile of money. What's what is he doing now? Is he still married to uh, Goldie Hawn? I don't know. What's the last thing? I don't know. Well, uh, we don't have to talk about somebody's this. gonna give us his filmography. Of course. Um, somebody okay. Named, well, somebody named so Wikipedia. you you uh, you picked that because of the the sort of Chinatown setting. Well, because I love the movie. Okay. Like right. I've seen it maybe. Every time it comes on, I'll watch it. It's okay. a great San Francisco movie. Okay. Uh, and it's just a lot of fun. I, I And it's the kind of thing that, like, I think you need to pass on to the next generation. Okay. All right, I got one more. Okay. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction takes place in the other, I think, the other L.A. You know, like, the, mm-hmm. the one that is not typically portrayed, like, North Hollywood kind of, you know, the bad part of Pasadena, that, that, that Hollywood, you know, that, that LA, you know, there's a lot of strip malls and sort of rundown restaurants and sort of janky looking apartment buildings and stuff, which there's a lot of in LA. Oh yeah. But, but they rarely are, are the settings for film. And I thought, uh, it did a good job of using those, using that, the, the, the setting to, as part of the story. You know what um, I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, but it also is um, and it's a, uh, Tarantino's like stylistic wet dream. You know? Yeah, of course. Of he course. Put all his favorite like archetypes in together. Yeah. And then just mash them up. But yeah. there's some really cool. And I guess, you know what? Here's, here's an example. So Pulp Fiction is kind of shot the way shortcuts are shot. Oh, in okay. that sometimes the stories overlap, sometimes they're separate. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it was originally, I think it was originally intended to be an anthology, and then they chopped it all together. Mm-hmm. That's true, because he likes to do that. Yeah, he was originally going to make, I, I, I read at some point, he was originally going to make a three-part, uh, three-short film anthology, and then he intercut them all to end up with the final product. Oh. Which sort of makes sense. Yeah. When you see it. Uh, overall, uh, under, over or underrated, Tarantino? Oh, like body of work? Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, that's tough because I haven't seen the last like two. Mm, and that so that therefore you can't you don't feel comfortable judging his oeuvre. Or no, there's a lot of Tarantino I haven't seen actually. No, I, I was just thinking specifically I haven't seen, but I, I uh, no, I don't feel comfortable. You, you know that I like I like you're fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I don't think like I'm I'm not a good person to ask this question. <laughs> you don't have to shoot off the hip like uh, no way. Like, like your co-host. Yeah. Um, you okay. tell me. <laughs> um, I would say um, overrated. Okay. I, um, so then my last, uh, my last one, I'll just do them real quick. It's yeah. really um, Vertigo and then Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Like Vertigo because it's the classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Hitchcock, you know. Yes. And then um, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls because it's classic Ruffsmeyer. Uh, I gotta see. That. I've never seen that either. I gotta see that. Oh, that film is terrific. If yeah. you, if you um, like, it has. Uh, it's one of those films where they say like crazy far out stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's like they're almost speaking in archetypal stereotypical language. Mm-hmm. And then they have just gratuitous because it's Seth it's Russ Meyer. Mm-hmm. So he was a big fan of um, above the waist naked shots on mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to listen to some songs? I think we should listen to some songs. But then what other awesome movies? Twitterverse. Are yeah, other essential California essential movies. Essential California movies. Yeah, if you want to give us any ideas, that's fine. We'll we'll talk about those more, and then uh, we'll chop it up. TV shows too, and then I'll do my Roxanne impression. Oh, cool. There is a city by the sea, a gentle company. I don't suppose you want to. And as it tells its sorry tale in harrowing detail, its hollowness will haunt you. Its streets and boulevards, orphans and oligarchs, and a plaintive melody. Truncated symphony and oceans garbled vomit on the shore. Los Angeles, I'm
and dainty But oh, the smell of burnt cocaine The dollar and decay It only makes me cranky Oh, great calamity Ditch of iniquity and How are
think so. I'm going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. Going back to Cali, styling, profiling, dialing, and smiling while in the sun. The top is down on the black Corvette, and it's fly cause it's sitting on the beach. steering wheel, plushed out, gold leaf phantom top, and three girls waiting. Surprising, advising, realizing she's sizing me up. Her bikini small, heels tall. She said she liked the ocean. She showed me a beach, gave me a peach, and pulled out the suntan lotion. Now, I'm fast, but this girl was faster. She was looking for a real good time. I said, Close your eyes, I got a surprise. Fade out much. You you know that song was made in the eighties when you hear that that sax play us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does have that. <laughs> I yeah, I knew it had to be made at some point. 
I knew it had to be made at, at some point before 1990, but I wasn't sure exactly when. Yeah. Do you know the year? 87. 80, wow, really? Yeah, I know, right? It seems like, yeah. That's back when every rap song sounded roughly like that, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah you right. had all the scratching. Right. And, but that sax, though, that's like some production values. They yeah. were like, wait a minute, you know, my man Stephen G- Peter Gabriel came out of the studio. And he said, <laughs> you know, add a little sax. Uh, but, but what were you here before that? Uh, before that was San Francisco by the Mowglies, and before that was Los Angeles, I'm Yours well, by the Decembrists. So everything was right on the nose there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were uh, definitely keeping to the theme. Yeah. There's very few songs, like the last one, that, that uh, are California in general. They're much more, songs are much more city specific, I it's guess. It's true. Well, uh, well, no, there are a lot of songs just called California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When there I was are. looking uh, at, the I'm not. By the way, I'm not going to play the uh, theme from the OC. <laughs> so, just in case you're, if that's the one you're waiting for, not going to happen. And also, I uh, did you see the OC? Um, I never watched it. It's no. not on. It's it's not on either of our lists of TV shows because we never saw that either. We really need Jessica Benner on here if you want to. If you really want to have some OC talk, she is. She's down for it. She's the expert. Um, speaking of Jessica, she said uh, she co-signed on Big Chope for Little China. So okay, that puts you in the in the stark minority. It means that you need to, uh, you and Liam might need to watch that. Okay, and then um, the, she wants to add the Graduate. That that's a good. That's definitely a good one. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then um, and then Point Break. Mm-hmm. I knew she. Well, she would any time any list of movies like. Movies that were made in the 20th century or movies that you, anyone who's alive should watch. or She would put that on any list you can possibly devise. <laughs> if Robbed it, by the Oscars. <laughs> anything, any, any list you can think of. Did Swayze ever EGOT? Mm, he's missing the Tony, right? <laughs> I think he's, he's just missing the Tony now. that's a shame. If we could get him into a one-man show on Broadway, like Patrick, my life. And he would certainly, he'll certainly pick it up. I mean, R.I.P. Yeah. And then um, Mish, um, she, um, she wanted to give a nod to Sideways, which is a classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that movie. Yeah, I, I liked it when I watched it, but as I get further away from it, it, it just doesn't, I don't like it as much in my rear view mirror. Yeah. It just seems so self-congratulatory. Yeah. And that, I mean, I, I, I guess I can understand that. I mean, I think it's hard when you have two protagonists in a movie who are both intensely unlikable in their yeah. own way. And, uh, well, I don't know, maybe it's not hard. That makes it more interesting in some ways, but I really like that movie. The other thing about that movie, and this is, um, I don't know, what was a terrible statement, but like... Both those guys are, like, too ugly to be in a movie. <laughs> well, I mean, Paul Giamatti's had a, a lively career being, you know, sort of the nerdy, ugly guy. Yeah, but usually not where the camera's... All, like, there was not another person who they put the camera on where I was like, oh. like, the other guy has, like, you know, he looks like a... Who is it? Thomas, uh, Thomas Hayden Church? Yes, yeah, the guy yeah. divorced. He's got a very distinctive look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's nice. I'm glad that, you know... The people who look like normal people like us can can get our shine on. Yeah. We glowed up in that movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. What are we doing next? Well, let's take a trip around this great state. Oh, uh, yeah. I have here. Let's see. I have here a list of the best, the top tourist attractions in California as determined by TripAdvisor. Our what? friends and our sponsor, TripAdvisor. No, it's not our sponsor. Our friends at TripAdvisor have supplied us with a list. Which city do you think is more popular, by the way? The most popular city just to visit? Well, it's got to be L.A., right? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be L.A. by a 
a ton, I would guess. It is LA. Yeah. Uh, okay, I want to see which one of these have you been to. Okay. All right. Uh, Alcatraz. I have been. Yeah, me too. That's worth, you know, it's one of those things that you think this is going to be super dumb but until I, you actually go. But I saw them do um, Macbeth. They did a Macbeth on Alcatraz, sort of like you walked around. Oh, it. so I see. You had, a, you had like an artsy cover for going. So yes. you didn't say, you could say, oh, I only went there to see a production. I didn't, uh, I wouldn't go there for a base tourist motive. Exactly. exactly. Good for you. Yeah. Good oh, for yeah. you. I got I to stay on message at all times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I have been I've been to a special event and just as a regular tourist, but uh, you missed something if you just went for a special event because the audio tour thing where you walk around you have the the audio tour and yeah. it's narrated by prisoners who serve time there oh. as you walk around. It's really interesting. So and, you did the full audio tour. Oh yeah, it's really well done. Did your Crocs like slip on the rock when you were there? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. But, okay. Yeah. Yes. But you had enough room to put things in your no, cargo pants. No, when I went there, so. th- that was before Crocs or cargo pants. <laughs> okay. When I went there, the, they they were just called pants then. And the, no, Crocs were a super futuristic invention that was years and years away. I was wearing my boat shoes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, San Diego Zoo. Um, unfortunately, I have been. Yeah, it's okay. I'm glad this is just in time for over and underrated. The San Diego Zoo, let me throw this out here right now, ladies and gentlemen, is the most overrated zoo in America. Absolutely. And I'm here to tell you the truth (laughs) because no one else will tell you. It is slightly better than the San Francisco Zoo or the Oakland Zoo. Yeah, I just... Slightly. I mean, the park it's in is really nice. Yes. But then you get into the zoo park and you're like, so what? Yeah, it's small. Yeah. It's way smaller than I thought. And I grew up in D.C., so like I got to see the National Zoo. You yeah, know? that's a nice zoo. That's a great zoo. Yeah. So also, the San Diego Zoo is built on the side of an extremely <laughs> steep hillside. So half the time, you're like hiking up these really steep hills and leaning forward. And it's like 90 degrees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We went, though, we went in April on a weekday morning, which was ideal because you just walk up to the fucking panda. Yeah. There, you can see, like, there, there's the zigzag <laughs> fences all set up. So everyone, you know, you can trudge back and forth waiting to see yeah. a bored panda. Yeah. Well, no, not uh, in a weekday morning in April, man. You just shoot up there and, like, bam, panda, and then take off. Did you have a child with you? Yes. Yeah. So I think that adds to any experience. She Add wasn't into it. Oh, no? <laughs> she loves the San Francisco Zoo. And the San Diego Zoo, she was kind of walking around like, eh, whatever. She couldn't give less than a shit. The thing that she enjoyed the most was the, the gondola ride over the zoo. That, yeah, that was the best part. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, and we were like, look, look, the panda. And she was like, yeah. Well, yeah, she, she, no. So anyway, yeah, San Diego Zoo. Overrated. No, overrated. Uh, yeah, like Bush Gardens in Florida is better than that. <laughs> I'm not shitting. Oh, man. Um, okay, here's another one. Universal Studios Hollywood. I haven't been to any No, I haven't been those. to any of those. That's, a, that's a, the, like a, the next top rated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far? Do you think people come from like outside of the country to go to that? Fuck yes. Oh, hell yes. That's a major fucking tourist attraction. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been to Disneyland? No. No, me either. Whose phone was that? No, shit, must have been mine. Um, no, no, it's yours. I have never been to Disneyland either, so we have nothing to say about that? Yeah, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know where I was going to go with that. I was counting on you saying yes. I wish. No, I wish I had. Um, so then I. Then we I, I mean, I have a uh, almost soon to be four year old daughter, so I assume I'm going. You're going to have to. Um, right? I'm going at some point. Well, here's the thing. It sounds so ghastly. Like yeah. someone was telling me that like you buy a ticket to get in, but then you buy another thing so that you don't have to wait in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I I have heard about that. Like yeah, usually there's extremely long lines for all the rides but you can buy something to go to the front line i don't know that's like a hyper capitalist dystopia and some people get this some people hire disabled kids to wait in line to go with them because you can jump to the front of the line if you have a disabled kid that's what I, and so they hire a disabled kid to go with so they can go to the front of the line how is that the happiest place on earth <laughs> is that fucked up that is that is so that's, perverse it's one level above back page yeah <laughs> i mean it really that's it, like it's like the, really gross. The Hunger Games amusement park. I know, man. It is really, really gross. It's brilliant. It's but it, it, it but, is. But it's yeah. That's really that's gross. Because then you have to like pretend that the disabled kid is in your family and stuff. Like it's that's so messed up. I know. It really is. Uh, and what's that kid doing all day? Like just riding the rides for free at Disneyland, man. That kid's probably psyched. That's true. That kid's going ham. He's yeah, like, you know, he's like, all right. The kid people. is first of all, he's he's yeah, he's getting paid to go to Disneyland and ride rides. Yeah, who cares if you don't like, you know? It's I, his guardians, I guess. That they're just, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully the disabled kid gets to keep all the money. Like if you were a midget, the, you'd be in good shape. Spoiler alert, TK. Yeah, the disabled kid does never gets to keep. No, the money. come on. <laughs> I'm picturing freelancing out here. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, you know, they get the best shots of them in the wheelchair and put it on their ad. And, and they're, yeah, they, they are, you know, you, you're competing with the other oh. sailor kids. So you have to, like, I have, I can get you to the front of the line guaranteed every time. The darkest segment on any complaint department is about Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try another one here. Um, Yosemite. Um, of course you've been to- I've been to Yosemite okay but not like I haven't you know it's, it's so big yeah it's, same it's um it's the best and it's underrated it's you know yeah it can never be overrated it's it's it'll always be uh, my favorite yeah it's good it's good yeah it's good my favorite I spent one day there really yeah yeah I, think I was I- with my mom so it seemed like three days it was the equivalent of it was the equivalent of three to five days I was there for two days and I went back country and I saw is that these- what they say Mm-hmm. I, I went back country. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Yeah, and I saw these people, and I was like, it was, and they was, they were like, oh, it's great out here. It's nothing but us Germans, you know. And I was like, <laughs> all right, guys. Did they say that to you in German? They said it to us in a German accent. Oh. You know, basically. Well, they saying, knew like, you weren't German if they said it to. Well, they were saying about them, like that's oh, all, okay, they, all, all they right, see. All right, all right. Oh, I see. Because it's just because everyone's like clustered in the parking lots and it's crowded and it yeah. sucks. But if you walk like five hundred feet past the parking lot, right. that's like a wide open expanse because Americans are actually afraid of nature. Yeah. That's that's like Muir Woods too, which is also on this list. Muir Woods, if you if you take any of the side paths and you go more than five hundred feet away from the main paved paths, you are in pristine, yeah. completely deserted wilderness because you cannot see a snack bar, and so right, Americans right, are like right. panic attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But wait, Muir Woods is on the list of top yeah. tourist sites. Yeah, like far down though, right? Well, I don't know what order. This isn't in, it's not, as far as I can tell, it's not in order of visitation or anything like that. They just sort of glumped them all together. So this is just a list of tourist sites. Yeah, but that are popular. But, yeah. but, but not ranked by popularity. Well, they, they do tell you their, what number they are out of each city. Like, oh, so they ranked? They're, well, no, not as the state as a whole. 
this is we're really I mean process conversations are really boring. <laughs> Let's get back to substance because you're you're really you're dragging us down with these process questions. Okay. Uh, I continue to be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Disneyland, we already hit. Have you ever been to uh, Kings Canyon or Sequoia? No, but Sequoia isn't that where they have the the original tree you can drive through? Uh, Not like the potato, the, the, the faker tree that fell in Calaveras. Is that where the where, where's the one that fell down? I think it was Calaveras. Oh yeah. Um, I was just so sad when I saw the photo. Truth be told, that's it. Okay, because there's another one in in Yosemite. Oh, that's not. There's not a drive-through one. That's a walk-through one. Mm. Apparently, it's like a symbol of deforestation because that's when people were doing those kinds of things. Yeah, when they were hollowing out trees to put your car through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they were like chopping down ginormous trees so they could build a deck. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, they still do that. But I guess now the trees are farmed. Yeah, exactly. Right? Sorry, yeah. How big is the USS Midway Museum? Big! The USS Midway Museum is big. Wait, so the Midway is, is the part of a carnival, right, that has all the rides? It's a ship that fought in World War II. The USS <laughs> Midway Museum. You're jumping. You're, you're, Thanks for supporting the troops. <laughs> Why do you hate the troops so much, Lou? I, I do. I that's do. the it's the number one attraction in San Diego. Um, oh, that's the, more than the zoo. The as ranked by TripAdvisor. Okay. Because you TripAdvisor, man, once people read about how shitty the zoo is, they're not going to go there. The USS Midway Museum is now the as ranked by TripAdvisor users is the number one thing to do in San Diego. By the way, have you read all the bad reviews on TripAdvisor for for very popular spots? Like those the, are great. Like the one star review of yeah. the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are yeah. Those are those are very funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. What else? Um, oh, I have a quick uh, over under for you. Okay. Uh, Winchester Mystery House. I've never been there. Never. Never. Any any designer? I've, I've gone to a lot of things that I've never been to. That yeah. I mean, but you have to go to San Jose. It just seems like so much effort. And then then you're in San Jose. What are you gonna do then? Didn't you live down there? Uh, I lived in Santa Cruz for a Same while. Same diff, right? No, uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought they were close. Uh, there, oh, there's a, a large mountain in between them, okay. and a windy okay. highway. Oh, that's seventeen or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's seventeen, right? Okay. And yeah, you go down to Santa Cruz sometime and say, hey, "Isn't this San Jose?" And just see what kind of reaction <laughs> you get, because they would somebody would fucking hit you. <laughs> They're all tweaked out of their mind in Santa Cruz anyway, so they, they somebody would come across you if Let's, you went down there and said, "Is this San Jose?" <laughs> um, what about okay then the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk over underrated? Uh. You can't get more over it. More over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just an asshole and I'm the wrong person to ask this. But yeah, it's just you know, it's it's like a very rundown amusement park, or at least it was when I lived there. But that was you know a long time ago. I lived there a long, long time ago. So um, maybe it's nice now. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they clean up the act. Maybe um, they clean it up. But yeah, I mean, it's the kind of place you could find a crack pipe on the seat at <laughs> the, the, the little ride. You know, in the teacups? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that doesn't sound too bad. That actually happened. Really? To me, yeah. Yeah, there was a crack pipe on the seat next to me in the little uh, one of the ride ride things. Not not the, uh, the maybe the log flume. I don't remember. That's yeah, wow. That's that's yeah. that's getting your money's worth. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. How about uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Uh, yeah, I haven't. I have not looked at that in a long. I was in L.A. in 2016, but you know. But you saw them on the ground. 
No, that, I wasn't in. I was not on that part of LA. You've seen the stars. I have. The, I have seen the stars on the ground before. And you formed an opinion. And I, no, actually, I formed no opinion. I was like, there it is. There's that thing you see. No, I, what is your opinion of the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Um, it's 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 one of those things that I. No, wait. Let me let me back up. So you've walked along and looked at the stars and mm-hmm. looked for your favorite stars and, and... Well, that's the thing. So I was okay. looking and I was reading the names. And okay. then after about 15 seconds, I was like, this is so underwhelming. Yeah. Like, I thought for some reason, it makes it seem like, you know, when they have people getting their star mm-hmm. and there's press there. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, there's, you have a star. And then you go there and you see the names. And you're like, who are these people? A. Mm-hmm. And then B, like, it cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's... It could not be possibly more overrated. Yeah, yeah, that's like a lot of a lot of LA. Yeah, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> Almost everything in LA is overrated. Wow, sorry, uh, people from LA. I disagree with that. I think LA is a perfectly fine city. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I think once my wife asked me if you had to move somewhere else and you couldn't live in San Francisco anymore, where would you move? And I think I said LA because yeah. I, I mean, I first of all. At this point, you, it's hard to conceive of leaving California, mm-hmm. first of all, because every other state's going fucking nuts. Yes. And electing a bunch of crazy people. I mean, there's the Oregon and Washington with the weather. No. Yeah. No. The, 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 the transverse subduction zone or whatever. Yeah. So what else? What else you got then? Then you've got the upper northeast, right? Mm-hmm. Weather. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So then you got Chicago. Weather. weather. Uh, nope. New Mexico. No. Fucking snakes. No, there's no way. And the whole state yeah, is no because of snakes. Yeah, my wife would never allow that. She would never, ever allow that. Um, she has a, yes, you yes, know, she has yes. a well-documented snake phobia. And I, she has told me she won't even go to New York. She won't even visit. So, uh, what about, okay, New Orleans? So that lead, no, New Orleans is out. Whether for the other reason. Okay. Uh, New Orleans is, uh, yeah, and New Orleans might be okay. Austin is... Yeah, Austin. Unbearable. Too hot. And it's also in Texas. It is, it is so entirely even in though, Texas. Even though it is, I'm sure it's fine, everything, you're still sub- subject to the state laws of Texas. So God yeah. forbid you ever have to get an abortion or, I don't know, read a book or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, God knows what you're allowed to do there now. No, it's true. It's so, true. yeah. I the books, so, come, the books come with guns in them. So, so then, basically you've eliminated every other... Every, yes. Okay, wait, wait, one more. Okay. Hawaii. Yeah, but it's there's no first of all. I don't think there's any jobs. Like there's nothing. There, you don't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, oh, are, are we listing good things, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what their welfare system is like. And if they like if you just arrive, if you make it there, boom, you're set up with a basic income. You can, there's a one foot on yeah, one right, foot, dry right. land. Yeah, policy. the wet foot, dry foot policy. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to help you get here, but if you get here, we will set you the fuck up. You will get a guaranteed basic income and a semi nice place to live. Yeah. No, barring that, I don't think. I think that's that's out too. So really, it leaves L.A. or San Diego. Really, you can't do San Diego. No, it's no, it's, it's yeah. I mean, although they did film Top Gun there, which <laughs> well, which, oh well, in that case, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And they have Coronado Island, which is awesome. That is nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a little too white, little too. 
Yes. Clean, so, little too uh, Republican. Trumpanista. Yeah. So, you know, that leaves that, that pretty much stuck with LA. But if high speed rail happens, then yeah. we could move to like Stockton or a town like that that doesn't have people in it and then make it cool again. Yeah. Somebody, I'm, I'm past that age. Someone else is going to have to do that. Yeah. You are going to do that. <laughs> you, you I'm, be the first, you'll be the first Stocktonite. I, I'm so much younger than you that I, that I definitely can go pioneer <laughs> yes. a new city. You are, it's time. I'm going to buy one of those abandoned malls uh-huh. uh, and fill it because they're already set up. They've got like food courts and community spaces and it's like a little center village and then put housing in it. You your, know, art spaces. Your own cult. You're gonna. You can start your own. It'll be. It'll be like a happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. I love this idea. Uh, what are you gonna call your cult? Oh gosh, I don't know, but our tracksuits are gonna be so fly. Nice.
Chuck Berry with uh, Promised Land. Promised Land. Well, what's yeah. California about that? It is all about his arduous cross-country journey from Norfolk, Virginia to California. Well, that's kind of similar to my journey. It was sort of the, you know, the migration pattern at the time. Yeah. 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 He probably came out in the, the shipbuilding era. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and it's sort of a cross-country travelogue about his various travails, and then he finally ends up here. Oh, wow. Yeah. And before that was Ride, Captain Ride. This is our bit of our classic rock block, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> rock block. Yes. So, um, thank you. Thank you for sticking with us for that. Yeah. Ride, Captain Ride by Blues Image. Blues Image. Who are they? Uh, a one-hit wonder from the early 70s. Mm. 73, I think. We need to do a one-hit wonder show. Oh my god, that would be so much fun. Next show, that's it. One Hit Wonders. Topic. That is our next show, is the One Hit Wonder show. KB. And we will do we'll do mu- musical One Hit Wonders mm-hmm. and stage literature. Oh yeah. And political. Oh yeah. And food. I like it. Okay. All right, so that's next uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. One Wh- month. What's a food one hit wonder? I don't know, I just made that up. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Remember when shrimp cocktails came in martini glasses? That's a food one hit wonder. Okay. Okay? Okay, still unclear on the concept. Like a but... very short-lived trend that never appeared and never took off. Okay. Okay? Oh, I see. Shrimp yeah. was on a martini glass once? Yeah, they used to serve shrimp cocktail in martini glasses. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. They probably still do somewhere. But uh, that so I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Like, okay, gotcha. like bad bad food ideas that appeared and then disappeared. But that I'm just 
you're just I'm whiteboard right here, ladies and gentlemen. You're seeing behind the scenes this is, this at Complaint Department. This is yeah, we've ripped back the curtain. You can see how the show actually operates. We got meta. You know, this, yeah, this right is the here. process. You shouldn't be here for this part. Let's move on with uh, with the content. Um, Let's get back to what was, uh, the, what was the first song in that block? Hashtag content. Wasn't it uh, Ride Captain Ride? There was one more. Wasn't there? Was there one more? Um, oh, Hollywood Swinging by yes, Cool in the Gang. By cool in the Gang. And yes. now, did you pick that song just because it has the word Hollywood in the title? Um, well, and because it's so funky. All right, fair enough. To, oh, wait, is it time for the TV segment now? Yeah, I think it's time for the TV segment, but we do have, you do have to address some people who have taken, oh, yeah, who have thank taken you. issue. Thank you, thank you. Okay, first of all, uh, I neglected to mention we were doing our uh, review of San Diego attractions, good and bad. I wanted to mention that we, although the San Diego Zoo was a bitter disappointment to all of us, uh, that uh, we liked Legoland very much. And I would encourage anyone with young kids, especially to go to Legoland, because at a lot of kids' attractions, they don't have rides for really small kids. And my daughter was three at the time, and tons of rides there were fine for kids who were tiny and Could three. she ride them by herself? Some of them. Oh, great. Yeah, some of them she could. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was really good for if you have small kids. And also, it's just a nicely laid out park. And again, cannot recommend this enough, weekday morning in April. <laughs> that is the time to go because... April in California seems to be like the yeah, best month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, there was, you know, a couple hundred people in the whole park. Tops. I imagine, but, you know, you could tell. It gets crowded. We passed all the zigzag gates, you know, all the lines. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we yeah. just walked past all those, but I bet those fill up in July. Mm-hmm. I don't like anywhere crowded, Olu. So um, I have to avoid all kinds of situations that other people put themselves into. With one exception that I know of. What's that? Uh, Giants games. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I go to I go to see live music and Giants games. Those are yeah. the two things that I can't get around. But uh, God, almost anything else, I will just uh, I will try and avoid. You also go to brunch. Very, very, very rarely. Okay. Very rarely, and yeah, when I go to when we go to brunch now, you know, it's like Mel's. <laughs> because when you have a three-year-old kid, you know, you don't want to see some, like, deconstructed French toast or anything. You want fucking silver dollar pancakes. I don't want any, I don't want, like, a hen egg nestled in a bowl of quinoa fl- fra- flour. Don't need that, huh? No, I need fucking silver dollar pancakes, ladies and gentlemen, right up front, lay them on me, and plenty of those little jelly packets, which she likes to open and consume. Just straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She does like shooters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hit the tail with it once, then whoosh, down the hatch. Okay. So I got that. And then, um, yes, Mish, uh, I do. I can appreciate that a 12 or 13 year old would like the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. I, I can understand that because they probably find cigarettes like stuck in between the seats. Oh, so man. I'm sure that they know. No, I'm sure it's nice. Uh, yeah. I can appreciate that a. a, a teenager would like it i could definitely see that yeah I, that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah that's what that's what all those things are for yeah right 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 okay california tv shows you yeah. want to go first or you want me to go first i want you to go first all right uh my first one and uh this i think will be true for a lot of people is uh 90210 because if there was one show 
that really introduced the concept of California as a lifestyle to the rest of America. It was, and especially America's kids. It's 90210. Yeah. No, that's a good call. Although that show is very problematic because the actual population at that show in Beverly, at that school in Beverly Hills. West Beverly? It's mostly Persians. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about Beverly Hills High? Yeah. Well, the school, because the, the school on the show didn't actually exist. Well, but the school that's in 90210. Yeah. The high school that's in. And there in. were no Persian characters. Uh, not a one. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of problematic things about 90210, <laughs> in, including the fact that the, uh, a diner would start up a nightclub in the back room, an underage nightclub. That doesn't and, seem plausible. And <laughs> somehow, yeah, no. I didn't really watch that show. Oh, well, you really missed out. What was the, what was the other show, at the spinoff? Uh, Melrose Place. Melrose Place. That was for the slightly older demo. So that's kind of like the St. Elmo's Fire to 90210's Breakfast Club. Uh, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. St. Elmo's Fire wasn't actually a spinoff. I know, but, but it's, but, it's know, for the older crowd. It was, there, was bo- there was Brat Pack in both of them. Yeah, so but you, older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I it can't, a, speaking of spinoffs, I just saw something this week and I can't figure out if it's a hoax or not, but Webster was a spinoff of Star Trek The Next Generation, true or false? Webster and SN Star Trek are not in the same universe. Okay. All right. Uh, someone verify that. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of multi, multiverse TV shows. Yeah. Like Cheers, Wings, Frasier. Yes. Wings is not in the same universe. Wings is in the same oh, universe. Oh, was it really? Yes. Are you, sh- are you 100% sure? 100%. I know Nor- they had the same writers. Cliff and Norm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. have the same producers mm-hmm. and writers, so I, I, that's totally plausible. Mm-hmm. Okay, nine hundred two one was my first show, and oh, once again, we're going to be stepping on. We're going to be stepping on TV on the radio's turf. Sorry for mowing your lawn, TV on the radio. Uh, Don't worry, this won't be um, good analysis. This will just be, <laughs> yeah, this is just a list. We're going to do crappy TV discussion. So in, as opposed to your very good and skillful TV discussion, featured Sunday mornings, ten a.m. BFF. Please tune in. Okay. Um, so anyway, like I said, all my favorite, none of my favorite TV shows actually were in California. So I just, my list is very idiosyncratic. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with um, uh, Enlighten. Okay. Um, uh, did you ever see that? No. It was, it's, it's, it's Laura Dern. And yeah. it's, it's, it took me a while to, to get the show because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this woman is, is, is awful. Describe the premise. Um, it's, it's uh, a woman who has, she's a corporate lady who has a meltdown. Mm-hmm. And then has to go to like a rehab and clears her mind mm-hmm. and then comes back and wants to do good and thinks she can reform the company. But then they shit on her and make her feel small. And so it's her by getting her revenge. And um, that sounds interesting. It's, yeah. And, and she plays it straight. And so the woman is kind of like a lunatic, mm-hmm. um, one of those like very do goodery types, mm-hmm. but, who, but who, who, who kind of fucks up all the time. No, okay. Yeah, it's actually, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Was it just one season? It's two seasons, and then it got mysteriously canceled, even though she won Golden Globes for both years. Okay, I will check that out. Yeah, it's on HBO. So what's the California connection? It is in Corona. Okay. Um, and so it is, and it, it has like that sort of like is it, that is, do-goodery liberal California uh, okay. thing. That's what's being sent up. Okay. You know, that sort gotcha. of like, yeah. 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 Okay. But, but it's not, it's like, it's played straight, uh-huh. you know, so it's really, it's really good. It's not like it's like a over the top, like we're not laughing at, laughing at her. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll check that out. Um, my next one is Sons of Anarchy. Yes. Sons of Anarchy takes place in a fictional California town. Uh, what's it called what like majestic or something? I don't. I forgot what it's called. 
but it's clearly modeled on either Stockton or Modesto. Hard to say. Some Central Valley town. And the reason that it's, I think it's interesting is because you, it's like Pulp Fiction. It's a part of California that's not often depicted. It's not like, there's not the Hollywood sign in the background and the Beverly Hills Hotel is an establishing shot. It's, you know, sort of a rundown Central Valley community with sort of a, you know, that 50s looking downtown. Yeah. And uh, of which, you know, there's a ton of those towns in the Central Valley, but they're never on TV. And uh, so, yeah, I thought it, it, it the, the show has sort of had that sense of place, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. Definitely, that was... That, that was important to the show. You, the same show wouldn't have existed if it was set in Oakland, I guess. And they, they occasionally traveled to Oakland in the show. But, yeah. But uh, it, it, a very, very fictionalized Oakland. But it was, you know, it, it, it certainly was informed by the setting, I think. We should, they should have an Oakland show. Yeah. Um, okay, I got Tales of the City. That's a good, that was a great miniseries. It's a great miniseries. That was really, really good. Uh, did you read the books, by the way? I've read one of them. You you get issued the first one when you enter the city when you first, yeah, when you first uh, cross city lines for the first time, you get automatically handed a copy of yeah. the first one. The subtext first for uh, one book, one city. It's like whatever the current book is, but then it's always like plus tales of the city. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's very like I I didn't know whether to believe it or not. Uh huh. You know, like reading about like Telegraph Hill and those kinds of people, and then the more I was living here, I was like, no, this is entirely believable. It was. I was like, this is the documentary. I don't want to get all like this guy again, but again, that is the San Francisco that no longer exists. It's true. For the most part. Largely, I think. Sadly and largely, I don't believe that that exists anymore. There's not like artists in your building anymore. There are no artists living in your building. Well, maybe in your building. My building. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe there there still are three, but there's there's not one in every building. Exactly. How about that? That's a good pick, though. And that was uh, Laura Linney. Uh, pre big fame. Oh, okay. Yeah, she yeah. was the she was the lead. It's a very well done. It was on PBS. Very well done miniseries. Um, okay. Um, also the another linked TV universe that Jeff brought up was a uh, Detective Munch, who's in like all those homicides mm-hmm. and all the Law and Order yeah. and other things. Like he's he's been Munch in about like twelve different TV shows, thus linking all the universes together. Oh, really? Yeah. All the Law and Order universes. Yeah, and Homicide. Well, yeah, I mean, we assume that they all took place in the same... Yeah, but even like universe. Homicide, like he went to Baltimore, uh-huh. and then they then they did a Link show where he like, they're like, Munch, remember when you served in Baltimore? Yeah. yeah. But then he was also on like 30 Rock. It's right. like, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Here's a good question. Do you think the real worlds all take place in the same universe? Like the real worlds? Yeah. Like, do the real world Seattle, are they aware of the real world LA? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, my next one is, uh, this is a, no, this is not a two. Next one's a two for no specific reason. Uh, Rockford Files. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you are old. I, I, I was a child when it was on. <laughs> but it's. Uh, when it's, you moved here to the city. It's a great. And Rockford Files. It's a great, um, gritty, not. I mean, gritty but wry crime drama. When you could still do that sort of winking crime drama kind of thing. That used to populate TV. It was, yeah. you know, there, has, there was like detective shows on all the time. But just Jim, Jim Garner gives a great performance as sort of this over it guy who lives in a trailer in Malibu. Oh, back when you could still do that. Thing. I am, yeah, that makes me wonder if, if it would still be possible to live in a trailer in Malibu. No. Yeah. 
the good um, California cop show. Yeah, because I mean, um, and it had lots of. It also had lots of, uh, you know, the the California settings. The the sort of gritty the gritty LA would you rec- would you recommend watching it if, if you yeah I wouldn't go out and buy the box set but if if you want to just drop in on an episode or two let's say you bought a box set how would you even play it <laughs> well oh uh, you don't you don't have a DVD player no oh I still have a DVD player mm, that's cute do you have a tape deck can no. You, can you play a tape? I would not be able to play a cassette tape. Okay. Not e- I my last car before my current car I could still it play could still? I could still play a tape deck but it was uh So as of like 2 years ago you could still play a tape deck? I could still play a tape could, if I had oh, to play man. a tape. Yeah. Um so then but then That's going to come back. You think so? Yeah, that's going to come back too. Um vinyl was the first one. Cassette tapes are going to come back. In What's fact, the, the last it? Slater Kinney live album was issued on cassette uh, with like uh, hand, an insert that looked like hand lettered like it was, it was the whole cassette thing was done to look handmade okay yeah. I um I would normally not like that but I do I do like that yeah but so anyway back to Rocker Files the reason yes because um, we have this whole uh, noir because all those detective novels all that stuff was all that's all California yes like Hammett and, yeah, and yeah, Bogart yeah. and then even like Bullet you know which is like one of the greatest movies Mm-hmm. Uh, California movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, that's basically a detective story, right? You know, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So Rockford Files, I think, is it doesn't. It's not n- super noir like that, but it's just it's got its own tone. It's interesting. It's the the detective is sort of tired of it all. Yeah. Like he's had enough of this shit. But you know, this is just his job. And it, it's do they have a Black Lives Matter special episode? <laughs> This is so. This is this is pre anyone's life mattering, man. This is post Vietnam. This is, this is we're so far before that. There, there. Uh, yeah, no, no. no. This, I don't think there, there was no. There's no special episodes on Rockford no. Files. I wonder what the no. very first very special episode was. Yeah, all in the family, maybe. Yeah, uh, they had a lot of them without labeling that as such i'm gonna say it's got to be facts of life or something like that oh yeah nice. where you know like somebody maybe we should assign that to the uh, tv on the radio crew yeah hey tv on the radio people find out what the very very first very special episode was um okay my last show i'm gonna do um just because i like it and i only watch procedurals yeah um monk <laughs> tell me about monk because i never is, watched monk it. is tony uh Shalhoub. Yeah. And he plays a detective who has OCD. Uh-huh. And he's like, so he's all like quirky. And then he solves crimes because he's a genius. Uh-huh. And it takes place in San Francisco. Yeah. And it has like, it's shot like um, basically in North Beach. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is the entirety of the show. He, he, he always gets the killer. So he's quirky and solves crimes. Mm-hmm. It's like the, it's basically like house. So yeah, I was going to say, this sounds like house, but with crimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of diseases. Yeah. Okay, so how does his OCD like in, in affect his crime fighting? Like he can't, um, like you know, he doesn't want to touch things. He doesn't want to go to certain places. He's afraid, so he's always uh, like he, he was he was a cop, but then he stopped being a cop because he was too OCD. Okay, um, so and that, so he has to be a private detective, and so that comes up a lot, and then all the things he can't do, but then he overcomes it and solves the crime. I see. Mm-hmm. And, okay, I mean the shows are funny, and it's it's like. Uh, it's Sunday afternoon hangover TV. Okay. Yeah, I don't have that anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, you ruined your life. I, yeah. Yeah. I, that's why they, <laughs> I reproduced. 
<laughs> so there's no more laying around all day Sunday for me. That is no more, no more of that. Wow. Just find yourself a nest. You want to do a quick over under? Um, Have you got them? I think we're done with the. Uh, I was just gonna do. Yeah, no, that's it. We're done. We're done with what? Over under. Oh, we're done with over under. Yeah. We hit everything on the list. Oh, I got one more TV. Yes. My last TV series is Three's Company. That was here. Yeah, it takes place in Santa Monica. That's awesome. Yeah. What and was now, the name of that? Of that of the bar they used to go? Regal Beagle. The Regal Beagle. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I grew up with Three's Company. It was on inexplicably during the daytime when I got home from school. Mm-hmm. And so it was my window into this freewheeling California. Wow, this looks like a fucking flat. And I think that's where my first idea to move to California that's came from. That's when you knew. Because... Look at these these guys all live in their own apartment and they go and hang out with their friends. Did you like and, the first Chrissy or the second one? Oh, Suzanne Summers is canon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, okay. there's there's I do not recognize any other Chrissies. <laughs> Don't even Suzanne's the only Chrissy you recognize. Do not bring that shit into here. No, right. no, we do not recognize other Chrissies. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know this the the whole thing and and also that's sort of when I first because part of the conceit was that they had to pretend. Jack was gay or else yeah. because of the repressive housing policies of Mr. Roper, he would not let a, a single male live with two single girls, which is, which is, yeah, that's, and yeah, and the whole idea of him and that, 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 that whole thread was, so he had to pretend to be gay was so, was so strange to me. Yeah. Um, because that was like their way of introducing a gay character almost without him being actually gay. They did the same thing on, uh, bosom buddies too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, there was it was some of the worst gay stereotypes mm-hmm. went along with that too. But it's I liked Larry, the sleazy friend. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would like to go back and rewatch some of those. I bet you that show still holds up. I did. I, you know what? Uh, in the same, not in the same vein at all, but in the same seventies comedy vein, I recently rewatched some Sanford and Son, which could also yeah. be on this list because that takes place in uh, in Watts and. Um, some of that stuff is still hilarious. That's because that Red Sanford is... Yeah. He's Red yeah, Fox. Red Fox, Sorry. Yeah. yeah, so I, I did rewatch some of that. I wonder if it's Three's Company would still, would still hold up. Mm. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll get on it. Uh, all right. So, any more TV? Um, um, any closing thoughts about our, our state? My closing thought about the state is that we just have to, uh, you know... It's overwhelming right now with all the bad news and all the yeah. bad stuff, and yes. we're going through like a bad couple of bad weeks. But oh so- no, 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 we're going, we're going through a couple of bad years. <laughs> Don't no, 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 no. I would that it would just be a couple of bad weeks. That would be that'd be a fucking great outcome, right? Yeah, no. You but- know how scary this is. Think about how relieved you would be if somebody told you tomorrow, guess what? George W. Bush is going to be president now. <laughs> You'd be like, holy shit, that's fantastic. <laughs> That's how fucking scary this shit is. Oh, yeah, he just fired all the people who were in charge of maintaining nuclear weapons. But yeah. I'm sure we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, so get get out and see the state. You know, take day yeah. trips. Go weekend trips. Yeah. Buy some art from local people. That's always a good idea. You know. Go see a show. Go buy, s- most importantly, go see local music. Yeah, go see local music, you know. Yeah. Big up. I'm going to the Creeper Lagoon reunion show. Really? Yeah. I went to a good show uh, this weekend in the neck of the woods. I saw uh, Cassiopeia. You were out in my neighborhood? I was. Oh, my gosh. I saw uh, Cassiopeia. Who's that? Um, it's a little three-piece. Oh, nice. Um, and then... Uh, Do you know anyone in the band? Um, lo- loosely. Okay. Um, and then Gentle Spirit also played. They're, okay. they're local, too. Cool. So... 
you know, support some uh, local artists. Absolutely. Always. All right. We're going to go out with a local band, too. So thanks, everyone, <laughs> for listening. And uh, we'll be back in roughly one month. And uh, all right. We'll see you then. Thanks, man.